I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. Coming up this weekend in San Benito, the annual Happy Birthday Texas Festival, Steve Taylor spoke to the president of the Texas Heritage Independent Celebration, Fred Garza, about the festival starting this Friday. Fred, tell us about this festival that you hold every year. Give us some history, how, how many years you've been doing it and why. We've been doing this event and now it's called the Happy Birthday Texas Fest. We've been doing it for 13 years. This event started because we, um, when I studied history about the Battle of the Alamo and how the Mexicans fought the Anglos. Throughout the course of my entire education, it went from elementary to junior high to high school to college, I never knew that a Mexican had fought for Texas independence. I was astonished to find out that a guy named Juan Seguin had fought for Texas independence. I didn't believe it, and I went and did my own personal research and found out that yes, there were many Texans, Tejanos, who had fought for Texas independence, but never mentioned in our history books. So then I took it upon myself to form an organization called Texas Heritage and Independence Celebration Association, Inc., with the mission of trying to provide a more inclusive history of Texas. The inclusive of being able to recognize the contribution that Tejanos have done for Texas history. So now we take, we want to do, uh, participate, we want people to, to come to our event, we want them to participate in the events that we have there, and we want them to have a little, get a little bit of knowledge of all the people who were in the Alamo. And there, when you go there, you will see um, you will see things like Gregorio Esparza, who fought with the Tejanos, fighting against his brother, Francisco Esparza, who was fighting with the Mexican side of the army. Gregorio Esparza is the only person who died in the Alamo, who is, is buried. All the other ones were put in a pile and burned. The only reason that Gregorio Esparza is buried is because his brother, Francisco Esparza, asked Santa Ana for permission to bury his brother. That's the only reason he was buried. Only one had a burial. So all of the things you will learn in our event. We have a cook-off. We have, this year we're going to have an antique car show. We have a lot of. We're going to have dancing horses. We're going to have. We're going to have Sahawi Indian dancers. We're going to have the Azteca Indian dancers. We're going to have the Matachinis come in. So we're going to have a variety of um, events going on, performances going on throughout the thing. And at night we're going to have major performers like. Elida Reina, the Garcia brothers, Jaime de Anda. So we anticipate a pretty good event for everybody concerned. Everybody that goes there will have something that they can enjoy and, and, and I think learn a lot of history from. And you haven't mentioned it, but for the uninitiated, the, the, the key part of all this is an, a reenactment of the Battle of the Alamo. That's the, yes, sir. Enough for, that is tr- very true. The whole thing started because we started doing and all that we did was reenactments before. We're having three battles. We're doing the Battle of Gonzalez. We're doing the Battle of the Alamo and the Battle of San Jacinto. We started this event by doing normally one battle with the Battle of the Alamo. But every time we did the Battle of the Alamo, it was such a bad note. We, we would end the event because it's killing of all the Teja- Texans and Tejanos. Texas and Tejano. So, you know, we decided that we needed to do something else. We needed to end in a more favorable note. So that's when we included the Battle of San Jacinto. 
But surely, if you're uh, if you're from Mexico, and you've just arrived here, uh, you're quite happy with that ending in in the Alamo. Well, not really, because no? remember that a lot of people who were born and raised here okay. don't associate with Mexican. As far as we're concerned, we're Americans, and even ourselves, you know, I had um, I had uh, the uh, former mayor of San Diego tell me that her son came home, and, and he was very upset and said, and said, what's wrong, son? said, Mom, all those Mexicans killed all those people in the Alamo. And she says, Mejito. You're a Mexican? Uh-uh, you are. So this is why it really doesn't, as we're born here and raised here, our educational system makes us forget that we have anything to do with any Mexican heritage. As far as we're concerned, we're Americans. And that's what we're trying to open the eyes to a lot of people. Let them know you do have Mexican heritage. But even in the Mexican heritage, there were some people who were fighting for the independence. Their participation because they wanted a better Texas. Because when you were here, when the Tejanos were here, the first settlement they were here, your neighbor was 50 miles away. They wanted more settlements. They wanted the Constitution of 1824. Remember, this battle started because the Tejanos initiated the the original event, because they're the ones who got upset when Santana took away the Constitution of 1824. Because the Constitution of 1824 guaranteed that the colonists could come in and make settlements here. When Santa Ana did away with that, it was the Tejanos. And when he took away the representation of San Antonio and moved it to Coahuila, it made it worse. It was the Tejanos who went after Santa Ana. Stephen F. Austin said, do not get involved. Support them because it's in our interest for you to support them. But if you get involved, Santa Ana will come and take her property. So they didn't get involved. It was the Tejanos who initiated all this. Finally, when Stephen F. Austin goes and tries to mediate some kind of agreement with Santana, and Santana, he waits for a year to get an audience with Santana, and Santana does not see him, he comes back to Texas. On his way back, somebody shows Santana the letter where he had sent to the Congress to support the enemies of Santana. He sent the troops to arrest him, and he was arrested in Monterrey, sent back to Mexico, put in prison for a year. That's where he got his pneumonia. After a year, he was released. When he came back, he told the Texans, we have to join the Tejanos. At that point, they joined the Tejanos, and the Tejano, but when they joined the Tejanos, they said, we will not fight for the reinstitution of the Constitution of 1824. We will fight for an independent republic. So there were some Tejanos who had to make a choice. Do we fight our Tejano brothers, or do we leave? There were a lot of people who said, you know, we're not going to fight our Tejano brothers. And they left. They went to Louisiana, and they waited out the fight. But there were some who did. Seguin, Navarro, Lozoya, Nava, uh, Esparza. They all decided they were going to fight. Mm-hmm. So this is what we see today. But yes, we will have those three battles. And we hope that the people will be there to appreciate all the effort that's done by all those reenactors who come and put up their time, of their money, and everything to be able to present this at the Texas Festival event. And um, now, these days, or this year for sure, it's a two-day event. It's a two-day event. We that's start quite off, new. Yeah, well, we've always had a, a one-and-a-half-day event. Today's going to be a two-day event because we're starting off with a winter appreciation day for all the winter Texans. We want to tell you, we're going to have pan de dulce and coffee. 
and we're going to have some performers, some young kids will be performing some uh, Texas songs and things like that at the at the event on Friday morning. We have a cook-off. We're going to have, we need judges, people who, you know, you'll be on Friday, you'll be able to taste desserts and fajitas. So we need people to go over there and, and give us their opinion of, on the fajitas that are being done and the desserts. On, two, on Friday, we will have the pork uh, spare, spare ribs, uh, we will have the brisket, and we will have the chicken, pan de campo and beans. So we need judges for all of that. So if you're in the area, feel free to come and do some tasting at our event. So the times, starting times, and the, the, the venue. The venue is going to be the Seminito Fairgrounds, which is located at 25699 Cesar Gonzalez Parkway in San Benito, Texas. It's right off 510 and Business 77. The times we will start the we will start the first event on Friday morning at um, I think it starts at 10:30 a.m. and then the one on Saturday morning also starts at 10:40 a.m. when we get started. Mm-hmm. So we will hope it will be five dollars a car. That's the entrance fee. It's really five dollars for parking. So I think you will have um, a very good time at the very low cost. So come and enjoy everything that we have to offer. And um, you've formed a non-profit over the years. You've got, got it, it's become bigger and bigger. It's now a non-profit. Do you get enough funding to make it a really special event? Are you happy with your fundraising activities? Well, no, we, 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 we rely on sponsors. We rely on, we rely on donations. And then we have a, a sponsorship ad. We will be selling some shirts that we'll be getting some money for. We do sell Pan de Campo. We sell water. Those are the same kind of things that we go to try to raise funds. All this money is being used. Nobody gets paid for the what they do. None of the reenactors. All the reenactors provide everything on their own. The only thing we do for the reenactors is give them something to eat. Okay, and so um, when we buy, when we get the money, we either buy it for uniforms because we need uniform Mexican soldiers, we need uniform Tejanos, we need uniform for the females because we have female. We buy tents. We want people to understand how people lived in, during the 1800s. You, you're welcome to come by and walk in our tents and see how. People used to live in the 1800s. Okay, uh, all of that money is used for that purpose. But we do we do fundraising activities like selling um, raffles, having raffles, and having uh, Living History Day. We have people come in here and we get to sell some of the stuff that we have. So yes, um, it's always always we're always looking for donations, and anybody who wants to help a sponsor, we'll always appreciate what they do. Last question. I've got to ask this because it's so topical. The coronavirus, is it going to impact you this year? We are going to go ahead as planned. Our event is going to go ahead as planned. We have um, uh, not had any cases in the valley, so we are going ahead and planned. We Most of us have, have been through the polio vaccine. We've been through the H1N1. We know what it's like. So... We know that all we have to do is take the precautions of washing your hands. We understand that if you're sick, you should stay home. If you've got a fever, cough, or anything, please stay home and try to get well. You know, but if you're not, if you're well, you know, there's plenty. Remember that we're in an open area. And so you're going to be open air all over the place. There are no confined quarters where you're going to be. You know, when you sit in your tents to eat, it'll be underneath a tent, okay? 
the performance is open air, so you know you'll be able to have plenty of, of, of breathing room there. What's your record attendance? We've had up to ten thousand people. We're expecting at least ten thousand. We're hoping for twenty. We're, we're expecting at least ten. But we've had our record performance that we've had, in, and even in bed weather, we had ten thousand people show up one time. And we have people come all the way from San Antonio, New Braunfels, San Marcos. We have people that have been calling and been Google and been hitting our our web page. Remember, we have a web page called HappyBirthdayTexas.com. Go in there and you'll find all the details about our event. But that sort of number, if you were doing this in another part of Texas, another part of the country, that would have triggered um, the authorities, maybe the health department or the city, to say, no, you shouldn't do that. Maybe, but remember, we've got we're, we're competing with a livestock show. They have over a hundred thousand people, and they're not canceling. and they're not canceling. They've already put their press release out that they're going ahead with their event. So, we, we feel very confident in what we're doing. And the valley is say is spared all this at the moment, which yeah. is good. Yes, yeah, so we're we're doing everything and taking all the precautions. We're going to have plenty of, of, of places for people to wash their hands and and you know take all the necessary precautions that mm. we want to make sure that people are are safe. And Fred, your title in the organization? I am the president of the organization. I've been, I've been, the, I'm also, I'm also the founder of the organization. There are some three people who really founded this organization because it started with Jack Ayuk, myself, and a, a lady by the name of Carolina Garza. We started what I did. I did a happy birthday celebration in my office, and I started with a, a cake of the Alamo, a cake of the Yellow Rose of Texas. And I had that mural that you see in front that was done, and we unveiled the mural at that time, and it was the Happy Birthday Texas thing that I had in my office. When I started doing this, my administrative assistant at that time, Carol, said, um, can, we add, can we add tamales? Oh, yeah, we'll have tamales. We're going to have coffee and cake. And can we add rice and beans? So before she started, she started adding all things on. Before you know it, we had a speaker, and then we had... Uh, uh, Sal come and we did a karaoke. We did. We had three speakers come over and speak, and, and so it started in the back of my office. You know, it, it was going to be just a little office party, and it started. It started. We had a, a uh, some trail riders that came from the, the library all the way to my office in in horses in a covered wagon, and and uh, we had some policemen that volunteered their time and escorted them. So that's how they originally got started. So. And the name of the organization again? It's called Texas Heritage and Independence Celebration Association in Thicker for short. Thank you so much for today's interview. Uh, it's all happening tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday. We start Friday and Saturday. Tomorrow we're doing, we're doing, right now as we speak, we're doing setup. We're setting up the tents. We're setting up all the, the cookers are setting up where they're going to be. We're going to have, we already have signed up about 42 cookers. So we anticipate to have about 60 cookers for the event. And if people want more information, how do they learn about it? They can call me at 956-245-6980, and they can, um, or they can also call 956-367-3448 and ask for Victor Rosas. Facebook. And we're on Facebook under Texas Heritage and Independence Celebration Association, Inc. Thank you so much for today's interview. Thank you. I appreciate the all that you do for us. The event is now held under the auspices of the Texas Heritage and Independence Celebration Association. The organization was founded in 2007, and it's dedicated to preserving and promoting the history of Texas.